Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, Lincoln, Friday, November 4th. Uh, I am the host, Jack Riggins. Johnny Cadillac is producing the show. We've got kind of a fall day, finally. First one, I think. Uh, maybe my memory is short. 41, and it feels like 35 with the wind now switched. 180 degrees. It's out of the north, 13, and it just feels cold, Johnny. Not the most fun day to be walking to work. But... <laughs> no, not the not the most fun day at all uh well folks um i want to i want to tell you that we're going to have some breaking news here in this segment um and and the topic is going to be uh it's going to be tough for some to hear um it's going to involve um it's going to involve a sexual assault and i want everybody to you know be kind and listen um to our guest Ruth, as she has had the strength to come forward and to talk about an ongoing developing situation here in the area, I want to say up front, if you'll recall, um, there was some posts earlier this week that KLIN was made aware of uh, regarding uh, Senator Adam Morfeld. Um, there were social media about allegations of sexual misconduct, sexual assault. Um, and we, in fact, uh, talked and asked LPD, Lincoln Police Department, if anything was going on. And um, at the time, I believe this was Tuesday, um, we were told there was no investigation um, going on with Senator Moorfield. As more Information has come to light and more talking by our news team and investigative team. Uh, we got in touch with Ruth, and I want to welcome her to the studio. Ruth, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Ruth, again, appreciate that you're willing to come in and, and share what had to be, you know, a not-so-nice time in your life. But for the audience, can you tell us... What happened that you have reported to the police department? Well, yeah. It transpired some time ago. Adam Morfeld cornered me in a restroom and raped me. Threatened me. Put me in a chokehold. Um, the public needs to be aware of this. And I decided to speak up. I, I There was an announcement that LPD, or really rumors that LPD had received reports earlier this week. And I can say conclusively those were not mine. So that tells me that there's probably more than one victim. But... If that person is out there, um, I just want to say thank you because doing that gave me the courage to tell the truth I, to the public. Yeah, I first coming in and on a platform like this, that there's a lot of listeners. I thank you for it. I also appreciate your candid and honesty in the situation. I know that you are doing well. 
now. Um, but victims of these crimes, as you said, giving you the strength, it's important that you're heard and that the message gets out there because oftentimes people do feel silenced. And, um, and so the situation, obviously this week, and, and I would happen to agree with you with what I know that, um, the news we got on Tuesday and, and how I ended up coming in contact with you, uh, appears not to be your case. It appears to be another case. And I also believe that there are additional victims out there who are, for whatever reason, and I believe much of it is fear, fear of, um, I'm just going to be really frank, like the way that I've been treated by other journalists I've approached, um, it was reprehensible, to say the least. And nobody wants to volunteer for that kind of treatment. And so I understand that. But I also want to make it very clear that there are other survivors. I'm not a victim today. I'm a survivor and I'm a thriver. But there are those of us out here for sure that want to support other people that may have had a similar or 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 identical or resembling experience who will support. And I know you reported recently, um, and as this has come to light kind of in the public psyche this week, this incident happened a while back. This rape occurred a while back, years ago. Obviously, Adam Moorfeld has become a more public figure, being a state senator and running for county attorney. Was there anything that kind of triggered the memories and, and you, you felt like, I've, I've got to say something, I've got to, I mean, why now would be the question people would have. When I see commercials of a person who raped me saying that they're going to advocate for sexual assault victims and knowing at the same time that the same person advocated for laws that actually did not help sexual assault victims. Um, I know there was a, a case that had to go federal because of like federal be federally prosecuted because of a law that was 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 sponsored by Senator Morfeld. But to hear my rapist say that he wants to advocate for sexual assault victims. I don't have time for that and I don't play that. It's got it's gotta be very in your situation, it's gotta be very frustrating, disgusting, and thinking of worst case scenario. And and that mm-hmm. certainly, as you're saying, I don't want to put words in your mouth, was one of the reasons, besides the fact knowing there's maybe other victims that you wanted to come forward, Ruth. Yeah, for sure. What is something, because you are a survivor, what is something that you would tell other people that are affected by similar type scenarios? One, you're not alone. You may feel alone, but you're not alone. And two, as long as we're still breathing, no matter what we're dealing with, whatever difficulty we're dealing with, there's always hope. Sometimes it's, it's, it's fragile, but there's hope. Someplace. Sometimes I have to hunt a little bit harder for it. I think that's a good message for anybody in a, in a lot of scenarios. And one of the things we see a lot is 
women are overrepresented in this type of crime in the sense of being having it happen and i think that um even when one person can come forward it shows a lot of strength and character thank you i actually kind of want to jump in there oh men go are, ahead men are actually a forgotten demographic and so like i want to i want to extend this to to men to others who who may consider their gender different than like what has normally been known like Men are the men and boys, especially, are the forgotten demographic. And I mean, it happens; it can happen to anyone, and anyone can be a perpetrator. And I just I want to throw that out there because I see you. Like I may not see you, but I see you. Well, I I think that is a a great point, especially from what has happened in your lifetime and and what you know mm-hmm. that I don't know. But the reality is is I probably should have said reported um Mm. i probably think if we had all facts all the time this is an equal crime across and and men probably don't report for reasons you did you have um there will be people that say this is all political they'll say this is all you know not true to those people what do you say nothing they're free to think that and me trying to take t- my valuable time to change their mind is a waste of time i was there i know what happened and i don't need them to tell me anything else i have nothing to gain by saying this by coming forward you did fill out and i know it was very recent uh, a police report do you plan to follow up as the police you know i'm going to assume we'll do an investigation um this matter it was an anonymous report and no i do not intend to follow up let me tell you why i've already had enough like i've only been at this for like a couple of days really telling other people other than just a few people in a close circle that already knew. But the treatment that I've received just from journalists alone, like I had mentioned, um, we have a problem in our society with the way that we treat sexual assault survivors. And at some point in time, I have to ask myself if I want to volunteer for more emotional anguish. And right now that answer is no. I don't care to be drug over the coals. I don't care to have fingers pointed. I know that now LPD cannot deny that they've received a report. In fact, there's screen cap evidence of the anonymous report on their system being made. So they can't deny that they've had at least one report. And apparently, rumor has it, speculative only, that there was one before my report. But I'm just, I just, I want to hold them to the fire of saying, I mean, maybe they hadn't gotten another report from another uh, system that works with them, but it is what it is. Folks, one of the things I will tell you, as I said before, recounting this, um, because sometimes these cases, whether they're, in this case, Ruth individual or group, is uh, I think many of us have followed this. We're notified on Tuesday via social media, KLIN, um, followed up talking about and asking about an investigation in fairness in fairness to LPD 
you know, we asked about an investigation and they answered there, there is no ongoing investigation. Um, I think and know that here at KLIN, as we have investigated and heard Ruth's story, I want you to know that that we have filed a freedom of information request uh, to the city attorney um, asking for any records pursuant to Nebraska statutes 29 through 3521 and 293523 for original records of entry, such as police blotters, offense reports, or incident reports maintained by criminal just agencies requesting information on State Senator Adam Morfeld for the time period January 1st, 2022 through November 4th, 2022. So um, if you believe in law, and I do, and I believe that when the right things are asked, um, we will get to the bottom of this as a news agency. And I appreciate KLN News Desk putting in the time. And I will hope that LPD will follow up. And I believe they will. Um, Sometimes in these cases, uh, different terms and different timelines have different meanings. And so that's where we're at in this situation. And, and Ruth, I, I want to give you the final word, um, but I can't thank you enough for coming in and disclosing. And I'm happy to know that, you know, you're thriving and surviving. Well, thank you. I guess my biggest concern at this juncture in time is that Adam Morfeld is currently running for county attorney, Lancaster County attorney, and we have the election coming right up on Tuesday. And since I know that I'm not the only victim, I'm concerned that um, he he would attempt to um, you to leverage his position to evade prosecution if victims ever decided to pursue charges. Um, the electorate needs to be aware of this. Period. Um, I believe that this person is dangerous and power hungry. And I don't think that, I mean, when I moved to Lincoln a long time ago, it wasn't quite like this. And I don't think that this is the Lincoln that we want. I think that we deserve better and that we can do better with this knowledge presented to the public. Well, Ruth, well said. And I think not only for yourself, but for other folks in similar situations, as well as whatever happens in the future, you've taken a, a large step to help society in general and bring a level of accountability um, to the future, not just in this case, but in other cases uh, by making it public. So thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. The bravery. Um, and you know we'll stay on it, folks. I mean, I want to bring you the truth. I believe an electorate that's smart and educated and, and does their own research. Um, we do not go to air with things until we've done our facts, and we will follow up, as I had just read, with Lincoln Police Department to find reports. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, uh, Friday, November 4th, um, some breaking slash, I would say, shocking news. Uh, we had Ruth, uh, it's a pseudonym for protection, um, disclose on this show in the first segment uh, that several years back, uh, she was raped by State Senator 
Adam Moorfeld, now running for county attorney, um, she has filed a anonymous report with Lincoln Police Department. And um, felt compelled to come speak about the situation because of the gravity of people that lead us, as well as the understanding of the fear victims have of coming forward. And no doubt. Anytime there are these allegations and reports, um, they play out over a long time. And there's a lot of different ways uh, to take the information. But in fact, what we can do as KLN and what we have done all week is we have followed up um, first on Tuesday when social media reports were out there. We asked about investigations, and LPD answered there were no investigations. I believe LPD. Um, But it appears that she is a second person to report, and we have followed up today with a FOIA request to the chief uh, of police as well as uh, the city attorney. For all records, incident reports, blotters, Offense reports on State Senator Adam Moorfield from January of this year to November 4th, 2022. That's what we can do as an organization is find out if there's reports. KLIN 1490. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Drive Time Lincoln with the Commander Jack Riggins on the Voice of Lincoln, fourteen hundred and ninety-nine three KLIN. All right, folks. Uh, second segment here, Friday, November fourth. Uh, I'm still Jack Riggins, and Johnny Cadillac is still Johnny Cadillac. He's producing the show. Uh, Forty-two feels like thirty-seven. Johnny, we're getting the opposite effect now. It was feeling a little warmer. Now I think as we turn into winter, we're going to start saying, hey, it's 42, but it feels colder. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah. But, you know, we did get the drive-time Lincoln bump. It is uh, The wind has gone down. It's only nine miles an hour out in the north. <laughs> it is truly a fall day. Um, folks, like I said, uh, very shocking and breaking news on first segment. I feel that you know, I have explained as KLIN uh, what we have done all week and what we will continue to do to get facts in the case um, with regard to LPD and reports, because I think that is good to follow through with, obviously. Um, But in fact, you know, uh, Ruth is very brave to come in very public and, and uh, report what she did. Um, And we will just continue to follow the story. I I applaud her bravery for doing it. Um, These things come out when they come out. 
Matt Schulte is in studio from Youth for Christ. That's right. And Youth for Christ has I Believe in Youth that's campaign right. getting ready. And that's why you came in. I did. I did. I came in or for you, that. I, or you convinced me to have you come in. I can't remember which, <laughs> but uh, what do you guys have going on? Yeah, so uh, Youth for Christ, Campus Life, we... Uh, you know, one of the things that we've really come to realize is that, you know, for decades, we've all known that the transition from childhood to adulthood is is tough. It's challenging. It's, you know, there's so many changes that you're experiencing. So right now, what we're trying to do just for a few weeks is really encourage parents, encourage teachers, encourage uh, mentors, anybody, grandparents, you name it. We're just trying to encourage p- adults to save their teens. I believe in you. And really just give them some words of encouragement right now. Um, it's, it's been a challenging couple of years to be a teenager. Um, it's always been challenging to be a teenager, but we really just want to see people stand up and look their, their teens in their eyes, send them a note, look them in the eyes, say something encouraging, powerful, and say, I believe in you. So that's, that's one of the big movements we're working on right well, now. Well, uh, you know, I think that when you think about youth sometimes, just having somebody literally be able to say that and look you in the eye, even for adults mm-hmm. at times, depends on where you're at in your day, uh, is a very powerful thing. Oh, absolutely. Simple message like that. And I'm sure there's been people in your life, Jack, who have said encouraging words to you, and they've really stuck with you. Well, Matt, in my life, I just appeared. <laughs> I mean, just boom. <laughs> you're just you here. Know, I, I, All of a sudden, you're yeah, 45. They, b- boom, 47 yeah. right 47. down. Okay. Actually, I just turned 48, didn't I, Johnny? Johnny, how old am I? <laughs> you're 48. I'm 48. Okay. Yeah, nothing I just appeared. Like, nothing no. like relying on this producer for everything, including knowing how old, <laughs> how he, is. How old he is. That's right. Uh, <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I think that um, when you can take a look back, um, whether it be through um, your religious practice, whether it be through coaches, teachers, mentors, even other family members, there are people that say positive things, reinforcing things to you that stick with you your entire life and and give you hope, give you strength, um, just to go out and not only accomplish big things, but to get you through sometimes the hard parts in life. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I'd really love to hear and know that other adults across the community are just being intentional for a period of time to sow powerful words of encouragement into the lives of teens. So whether you're a teacher, and I first of all, I want to celebrate teachers do great work and oftentimes are investing in teens at great level, but just how could you take it a notch up for a week or two? How could you just, during this time, it's, I mean, it's a tough time for kids. It's the middle of the, middle of the semester. You're a long ways away from Christmas break. It's getting cold. It's getting dreary. The weather went from 72 to 42, feels like 37 in 12 hours. 12, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so we, teens right now really need to hear your words of encouragement. And um, so our staff, our volunteers, we're working to be very intentional about this for a period of time and really inviting everybody in the community to do that. Uh, we're putting a couple of resources out there to help you. Um, number one, if, if you check us out on Facebook, Youth for Christ Lincoln, find us. You'll see we're putting out videos every other day with some examples of our staff sitting knee to knee with students and investing in, in them. Uh, we also have on our website, IBelieveInYouth.com, uh, we've got a postcard you can print off. We got a letterhead you can print off to just kind of use as a little, as a little way to write a note to a student. Um, I know that, um, 
that my son has gotten one of those from somebody else in his life and just been a real encouraging thing as well. So please, whatever you do, just take a few minutes, write a note of encouragement to the teens in your life. You know, one of the things, uh, when I was helping out athletes at the university of Nebraska that I thought was cool, and it's kind of the reverse, but the student athletes once or twice a year would actually write a handwritten postcard, um, to you. Oh, uh-huh. um, similar to an impact you may have had. Yeah. And I have to say as an adult in the reverse way, it was one of the more impactful things when you're mentoring young people and helping out, um, to receive that handwritten positive affirmation. Um, and I, and I thought that it's always stuck with me, um, that they, they took the time to do that. Now, what I was going to ask before was you got to remember who you're talking to. You may need to explain the word intentional, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right when yeah. when you say ramp it up intentional like i get it meaning hey give it some more focused effort but yeah. uh clarify to the audience yeah what you're asking them to do so here's so just i want to be ultimately clear what i'd like for you to do is look at the teens in your life notice something positive and be intentional like go out of your way to say something positive to them about that hey i don't know if you see this in you but I see you as a leader. I see you as someone who's very kind. I see your beautiful smile and how it fills the room. And so just taking that moment to just kind of build up, put your thoughts together, say them out loud, or take a moment to write them down. I have on my wall, um, and obviously we're, I'm really encouraging everybody to invest in the lives of teens. Like that's where, that's where my heart and my passion is. But on my wall in my office are a couple of notes where it's sort of like you, someone has taken them and written them. Um, I, I heard recently about a friend, a guy I knew, unfortunately, in Lincoln who, um, passed away this weekend. And, and it was, unfortunately, it's probably a suicide thing. And it, it just, it, everybody needs a little bit more encouragement in our life, a little more uplifting. And we tend to kind of go about our own life and not, not invest those extra words in the lives of teens or the lives of the people in, who are in our life. And so I just want to really encourage you, look people in the eyes, tell them, I believe, I believe in you. Here's why. And I think that it'll go a long ways. We're on with uh, Matt Schulte from uh, Youth for Christ and his I Believe in Youth That's campaign right. <laughs> going on. We're explaining it. You know, one of the things uh, that that went through my mind is this is a time of the year where people definitely kind of hit a high of jovialness. But often it's also the time of year that we see the most frustrations and depression yeah. and mental health things in all people. Um, so it's kind of a double whammy in our society at times. So I, you know, going out of your way and, you know, not just as we lead into Christmas, but just any time. Well, and that's why we chose this time of year to do this. I believe in youth campaign. Number one is we just look and we know that this is a time when oftentimes is hard on people, um, just in their emotional space in life. And so just taking that time. Um, and then secondly, we just really looked at specifically, not in general, this time is hard, but then specifically looking at the lives of teens and going, hey, this is a time when it's really important where you can check out from school. You can um, begin to maybe lose a little bit of hope in who, you, who you'd like to be um, because you're looking at those grades or whatever. And so just a great time to invest in teens. So again, jump on I believe in youth.com. That's with the TH youth. 
Um, and uh, I, you can download a postcard. You can download some letterhead. You can watch some videos there. You can also look for Youth for Christ Lincoln on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All the social media That's platforms. right. <laughs> You're not banned from Twitter with Elon Musk just uh, coming back on? No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we're one still the, One of the things I wanted to comment on, uh, and I teach this in my other line of work, consulting, uh, and I think it's great because it's both the reality, but there is science to back it up. Um, and Tom Osborne and John Wooden, both very successful, famous coaches, have kind of coined the phrase, if you want to change someone's behavior, catch them doing something right and reinforce it. Yeah. And so while that is specific in the way that we're helping developing and train people, you know, instead of negative reinforcement, right, catching people doing things right and giving positive affirmations. And what you're talking about is that on another level of, hey, positive in people's life matters. Absolutely. And I, I confess, right, that this is an area that I as a parent fall short on you know i get focused on changing the negative behaviors and i lose sight of really reinforcing the positive things and looking my kids in the eye and saying you know identifying those and just speak them out loud hey you are smart you do love math i'm so glad they I mean, look at this lego creation you've made you are creative and strong and persistent you stick to it i mean those sorts of things those messages we just don't hear enough in our own lives and we should but we really if we could be intentional to sow them into the lives of others that i think that they, they could have a big payout so at you for christ we want our staff to be doing that every day and they do do it every day they sow words of powerful encouragement in the lives of teens they're sowing words of hope and life into the spirit of teens and I do, we just want to call the whole community to come alongside us and join us in that for the next couple of weeks to just spend two weeks focusing on telling teens, I believe in you. I love it. I believe in you. I believe in youth. That's right. With our logo is kind of funny like that because it says, I believe in you big. And it's got the TH sort of hidden well, out there. Well, it's got a great 70s vibe to it. And, uh, and uh, you know, what's the color of the shirt? A little teal, maybe? Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, it, it looks good. No, the, the message is it's great. It's very easy to catch the eye. <laughs> it it's, it's very catchy. Actually, I'm going to leave. When I leave the studio here, yeah. I'm going to leave you guys. I'm going to leave Jack. I'm going to leave you me? a couple postcards okay. so you can write a note to the teens in your life. I'm going to leave a couple for everybody here. There you go. And that way you guys Sounds can good. make, we'll lower the bar, make it super easy on you. You two, you guys don't even have to put <laughs> wait, it wait. off. We're going to lower the bar. Let's give it to Johnny and Jack <laughs> first to test. I love it, Matt. I love it. All the air time i give you and you're gonna lower the bar and test it on johnny no it sounds great we'd love to participate that'd be great that'd be great yeah no great message uh really good what else is going on with youth for christ youth for christ we are up and running full swing this fall um we had we actually did a worlds of fun trip a couple weeks ago and we took four busloads of kids to worlds of fun which was over about 200 middle and high school kids to worlds of fun that's the biggest trip we've ever done do the um, chaperones get like five grand a piece? Yeah. How, how do you how do you pull that off? <laughs> it is 
we are we have a lot of fun too. Uh, actually, no surprise to you, probably Jack, but the places where there's issues is not at the amusement park; it's the bus ride. Oh yeah, yeah, close quarters, uh, tight cantina, Three hours, you know, metal building, yes, or exactly. metal uh, metal structure on four wheels. Uh, yeah, that's where things fall apart quick. But for me, that was a great indicator that was like, hey, we're back, we're in full swing. We got more kids going on this trip than we've had going on this trip in 12 years. Uh, We've actually been taking Campus Life Youth for Christ in Lincoln has been taking kids to Worlds of Fun since Worlds of Fun opened in 1976. I've actually talked to people that were there the first year on a Campus Life trip, you know, when when, uh, roller coasters were like... You know. Well, they were made of wood, rickety, and people were scared. <laughs> exactly. I, I, too, have been to Worlds of Fun with Campus Live. You did? Yeah. When That's I was great. in middle school, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Look I, I remember you were involved with Campus Live, but didn't realize you would have done that trip. Oh, yeah, makes absolutely. Sense. Okay. It was like the number one thing I was looking forward to in life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't mean to break up this reunion, but I do have to ask about how did the Peaches Fun Drive go? We sold more peaches this year than we've ever sold. We literally sold two whole truckloads of peaches, just semi-truckloads full of peaches. Matt Schulte, the king of peddling peaches. That's right. It's our best best Colorado Peach fundraiser ever, and uh, we'll be doing it again next summer. So I'll be back here. Absolutely. Peddling peaches. But right now, I'm peddling the idea that you should be investing in the teens in your life by filling them up with powerful words of encouragement. It's the I Believe in Youth campaign. Uh, Matt Schulte's in. It's uh, He really is trying to get us all to intentionally think positive and tell somebody, I believe in you. That's right. You've taught me just in this short time. <laughs> I, I got it. Um, no, that's great. Um, I, I think, folks, anytime that you can uh, spend extra time or intentionally uh, being positive yourself or giving positive words, in this case, to teens and to youth, it can make a huge difference uh, because, you know, sometimes I get a little down and I just think, well, what's the alternative, right? It, what does negative outburst, what does negative do, especially for youth? Yeah. It doesn't do much. So a, a reminder by Matt Schulte is a good thing. I've found, and Jack, I'm sure you've done this too, but there's been times in my life where I've gotten really down and gotten into some negative thinking. And if once I identify that, and if I start sending even just a text message of encouragement to other people, and I start pouring into them, that that can really be something that pulls me out of it. Yeah, absolutely. One of the best ways to get out of your own head is to help somebody else and That's to right. uh, get positive. Smile. There's science behind it, folks. Smile. Say something positive. In this case, you know, pay it forward, really. Uh, invest in our teens and uh, be positive. It's a great message. Yep. Appreciate you coming on. Check it out. I believe in youth.com. You can download postcards, download letterhead, and like any nonprofit, you can also make a donation there to help us out with the campaign as well. well. Why don't, because you're a nonprofit, where can the donations be made? Hey, go to I believe in youth.com. Right there. It's right there. It's right there on the front page. We're trying to raise about $25,000 as part of this campaign to really help encourage our staff, equip our staff to be delivering this message to teens. I like it. Matt Schulte from Youth for Christ, appreciate you coming in. My pleasure, Jack. All righty. Uh, Galahan, 1,499.3. We are not going anywhere yet. Johnny about hit the button. Uh, it is a Friday, November 4th. Uh, we are 
four days, three days, depending on how you count, the four days from now, there still uh, be people voting. Probably polls might close, but uh, we're getting close to election day, so you're going to hear a lot of that uh, through the weekend. I suspect uh, even on Monday leading up, we will have Democrat James Michael Bowers in studio on Monday, um, running. Uh, for state legislature, he'll be in the first half. Um, we will follow it up with Aaron Woobles running for Norris School Board um, in the Norris District um, on Monday's show. And then Tuesday's show is a huge KLIN party, if you will. The LNK Today Jack and Friends crew will be in. Johnny and I will be here. Uh, we will have a two-hour drive time Lincoln Followed up at 7 p.m. with the LNK Today crew coming in and taking us to the finish line of vote tabulation and who won this, who won that. Um, we will have the crossover in the middle, which we showcased last election, and it was a lot of fun. I don't get to spend a lot of time uh, with that crew, um, but they'll have their guests, we'll have ours, and we'll go back and forth. We will have Hannah Robleski, the Lancaster County Democratic Party chair, on to talk on Drive Time Lincoln about the Democratic race on Election Day. We will have Bud Seinhorst from Leba on to break down conservative thoughts. And we'll have special guest Lieutenant Colonel Retired John Glenn Weaver on as well. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DEL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, Matt Schulte from Youth for Christ was in on second segment, uh, out talking real positive stuff in their I Believe in Youth campaign, uh, trying to motivate us, and, and I agree with him, um, to intentionally, you know, look at some teens and say some positive affirmations. Let them know that they're a good leader. Let them know in a positive way that what they're doing is right and good. Um, and just be that voice, you know, intentionally take your time to be that voice because um, just little by little, you can make a huge difference in somebody's life, especially in teens. And Johnny and I are honored to uh, be <laughs> the first test cases of their postcards in the I Believe in Youth campaign. So we will absolutely follow up and write some positive stuff to people that have made an impact on our lives. Uh, first segment uh, at a show, Ruth, pseudonym in... Um, Talking about a sexual assault uh, perpetrated, allegedly, obviously her words, not mine, by Adam Morfeld. She has filed a police report, and uh, this is a story that has been kind of brewing in the undercurrents this week in Nebraska. Kellyanne was made aware through social media of some allegations. Uh, we followed up with Lincoln Police Department on Tuesday. They did not have an open investigation. Nonetheless, as we continue to work through um, the information, uh, Ruth uh, was willing to come on the show and discuss it. I think that is very brave. Um, again, she has filed, so we do know that LPD does have her report. Um, and we have, and we'll continue to follow up as we have requested a Freedom of Information request from the chief on any blotters, offense reports, or incident reports maintained uh, by them or any agency on Senator Adam Warfield in the date periods of this year. KLIN 1499.3.